This is a journey into sound. Are you ready? Let's go. Evan Mack. Miss Fat Booty Radio is a terrific radio station on Pandora, by the way. <laughs> Ross Reed. What the hell are you doing wearing jeans and Timberlands on hey, a Tim's. boat? This is the Mac and Reed Podcast. What's up, everybody? Welcome into another edition of the Mac and Reed Podcast right here on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you stream us. Remember to like, subscribe, tell a friend or two. You can follow us on social media. Follow me at the Real Evan Mac. Follow Ross at Ross Reed. Don't forget to follow the podcast on Instagram as well at the Mac and Reed Podcast. And it's the Super Bowl weekend and the Super Bowl edition of the podcast. And we have a lot to dive into, mostly just talking about the Super Bowl, the two teams involved, a shorter edition of the podcast. We'll get you your fix on everything else next time around, but we'll be talking about the matchups. The two quarterbacks, of course, starts and ends with them and Tom Brady and Pat Mahomes. And then the other factors in the game to look for in the running game, the skill position players, oh my, the defenses who will show up perhaps are bets for MVP, some prop bets to go over as well. And then, of course, the halftime show for those who are not interested in the actual game itself. You got to be interested in the weekend for the halftime show. He's definitely got to have some features. And Ross, already he has apparently spent $7 million of his own money to make this halftime show as spectacular as he wants it to be. Which is absolutely crazy, but shout out to him. This is a guy, too, that, remember, his tour last year was essentially canceled because of COVID-19. Right. So, you know, he was scheduled to come to, like, the United Center in the fall. So, uh, credit to him. I hope that this does uh, springboard him into an even bigger tour in 2021. Hopefully, people get vaccinated and we can get back to seeing concerts again. But he's going to put on a, a masterful show. I know he is. He... um you know, very publicly said that he wanted to do this show over the Grammys. And uh, because of that, the Grammys ended up snubbing him ridiculously on, a, uh, on, on any kind of nominations, even though he had a fantastic album. So, so I can't ridiculous. wait to see this performance. Yeah, it's absolutely it, insane. It's going to be wild. No one ever, no artist before has ever spent that much money, I'll tell you that, on a performance. It's $7 million of their own money to put towards a performance. You can only imagine what's going to, to happen. We remember... Prince, we remember Katy Perry, everybody in between. Um, it's going to be ridiculous for sure. I'm sure there will be wild features, and I'm sure he'll have his, his plastic surgery, and and we'll see what he opens up with, and and all of that. But going back to the game itself, the big game, the last game of football in the year 2021, we got the Chiefs and we got the Bucks facing off the champions of the AFC and NFC, respectively, and. With the Chiefs, of course, the story now is they can be in very elite, uh, in a very elite category, that is, by winning a second Super Bowl in a row and adding to Pat Mahomes' legacy and Andy Reid's legacy, of course, and, and Kansas City as one of the best dynasties in sports. When you go back-to-back Super Bowls, you know, you talk about parity in the sport. It's very, very hard to do so when you have so many changing positions on a roster um, with the 53-man roster and, and all the starters. you got to figure that Pat Mahomes has been here before. 
the same can be said for some of his offensive linemen, some guys on defense here. You know, the Honey Badger, Tyron Matthew, has been here before and such a key part of that defense, the captain of that defense, the down linemen. It'll be crucial for them to perform. But talking about the quarterbacks, of course, Pat Mahomes looking to capitalize off his really young career and go in and, and play on Tom Brady's home turf. Let's remember, too, that the big stat is that no uh, team has ever hosted the Super Bowl in their home stadium before, which the Tampa Bay Buccaneers will do, which is really wild at Raymond James Stadium in Tampa Bay, Florida. And talking about the other quarterback in this game, Tom Brady, this guy has nothing left to prove, yet you see him in the Super Bowl again. And it's interesting, the latest article, latest issue of Sports Illustrated, rather, will come out soon, talking to the the between years, if you will, the ones, uh, these players who were with New England who didn't win Super Bowls despite being with Tom Brady and great company there. But to think of a guy who's going to yet another Super Bowl who has six rings already, and he could have add a seventh, this would undoubtedly be the most impressive if he has some Tom Brady-like performance, which he has done pretty well. I certainly that coming off that Green Bay game and how these two teams got here, that Green Bay win was impressive, but he's got to give a lot of credit to that defense. Uh, certainly Tom Brady has, has done this before. He's kind of dug himself in a hole and, and some of these interceptions weren't his fault completely, but regardless, you know, you're in the big game again, if you're Tom Brady and talking about legacy, Ross, the guy has nothing left to prove, but this would have to vault him into that greatest of all time conversation. Again, I think some people still, you know, might put a Joe Montana ahead of him, which is just ridiculous to me, given what Tom Brady has accomplished just to be able to get back there. Um, ridiculous in itself. And the same with Pat Mahomes in his very young career, the guy who's who's barely 25 at this point, still has many, many years ahead of him, um, could play till 43 like Tom Brady. He's got 18 years ahead of him. It's just incredible. These two storylines, I, I think everybody's looking towards the quarterbacks. What do you expect from these quarterbacks when they face off on Super Bowl Sunday? I expect for both guys to come out very calm, very collected, uh, as they both obviously have been here before. Um, I expect them to both have a high level of respect for each other, and I expect for that to uh, come out uh, on display in their games, Uh, meaning that, you know, Tom Brady knows that he's going to have to convert those third and shorts or even fourth and shorts because you cannot give the football back to Pat Mahomes because he's going to go down and score on you, right? A lot of things that, you know, Sean McDermott and the Buffalo Bills failed to do, quite frankly. You know, they were kicking field goals when when they were up 9 nothing, and then they were down 21-9 to in like a heartbeat, but uh, McDermott still decided to kick field goals. You, you can't kick field goals against Pat Mahomes. He's going to beat you. He This kid puts touchdowns up, and Tom Brady knows that. And so Tom knows that if he wants to win this football game on Sunday, he's going to have to be firing all cylinders with guys like Mike Evans and Rob Gronkowski and Cameron Bray and Chris Godwin and Antonio Brown and Leonard Fournette. Like, it's going to be hands on deck for everybody. And for Pat Mahomes, you know, he knows he's playing against um, the guy ultimately he wants to catch. Um, and, and if he wins this one, it, it's kind of it reminds me a lot of Tiger Woods and, and Jack and Jack Nicholas. In that, you know, the, Mahomes reminds me of that young, you know, prodigy and 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 uh, in Woods, 
and was spent his whole life trying to catch, you know, Jack Nicholas in majors. And, sure. you know, it's going to, at this point now, you kind of talked about it, but, you know, nobody's theoretically, you know, Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback of all time. He has 33 playoff wins in his career. The next man up is Joe Montana with 16. Meaning if you cut Tom Brady's playoff wins in half, he still has 0.5 more than Joe Montana. That is absolutely absurd. That's one of the most ridiculous stats in in sports history to me is that he has that many more playoff wins over, over, uh, over all these other great uh, quarterbacks. So that's the guy that Pat Mahomes is chasing right now. And you, you know, you don't really want to say he's chasing it in in, on only his second Super Bowl, but that's the bar you set when you are that talented, when you sign a four hundred million dollar contract and you've gone to back to back Super Bowls already. Um, and this is uh, I believe this is his third season, right, in the NFL. So I mean that's that's kind of the the the, the where he's going here. Um so I expect both guys to come out and, and be um and really on their game and crisp early on. The Bucks are playing at home. I, I don't think that means much in terms of a crowd standpoint, but it does mean everything for a guy that's how dedicated his whole life on being a, in a routine. And so he gets to sleep in his own bed for most of the week, and he gets to practice, excuse me, in the same building that he has practiced all season long. So he gets to stay in his routine that he's been in all year long and have that continuity. And that's really important for him, as he's admitted himself, that's kind of what's kept him going in this league at 43 years old. And, you know, for Pat Mahomes, He's just going to go out there and, and, and he's going to rely on those uh, on those skill players. He's going to rely on team speed in Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill, and uh, it's going to be up to, uh, to to guys like Devin White and, uh, and Antonio Winfield and the rest of that Bucks uh, defense to slow them down. Yeah, we'll talk about the defense in a moment. And, and Ross, you said a lot there, just talking about Brady's legacy already and how he's got to be at that greatest of all time conversation, like at the top of that conversation starts and ends with him just because of how many Super Bowls he's been to and just his incredible performances. And and certainly home team advantage isn't really in play here because it's going to be a lot of first responders, I believe, at the Super Bowl. It's only going to be at a quarter capacity at most, I feel like, at this point. But as far as the tools around Tom Brady, it's interesting that certainly both these offenses are loaded with some fantastic young talent at running back and wide receiver uh, and some great tight ends. Let us let us talk about, too, the greatest tight, greatest tight ends of all time conversation. Rob Gronkowski is up there maybe in that Mount Rushmore with the way he was. Certainly maybe not this year. He's just kind of chasing a ring with Brady at this point. But then on the other side, a guy who I would probably pick for MVP even over Pat Mahomes if you're going outside of these two quarterbacks because undoubtedly it'll come I, I don't know I don't have the stat offhand but it's been so many years since a non-quarterback has won the Super Bowl MVP but Travis Kelsey has just been on a tear throughout the playoffs throughout this year and every year he's been in the league the guy is just changing the position uh, not only because Tyreek Hill just commands that attention and all these other running backs around him command that attention, but he is just so versatile, so athletic. He's he's a guy who I think a lot of people called Baby Gronk, and now he's living up to that name. Uh, he will definitely be a guy to keep an eye on. Got to keep an eye on the rookie in Clyde Edwards-Hilaire um, in that young backfield for the Kansas City Chiefs, and you wonder if Le'Veon Bell will be involved. He's been really quiet since being signed to the Chiefs, 
Uh, Tyreek Hill, a guy who the last time the Chiefs played the Bucks, he was seven for seven as far as receptions and uh, targets, and he had over 200 yards. He can go off. Any of these guys can. And then on the other side with the Buccaneers, you look at their tandem running back duo of Leonard Fournette and Ronald Jones, who are really great. And then they have receivers for days, too. When you have Mike Evans, you have Chris Godwin, and then as your number three, if you will, Antonio Brown, who I believe is a go for this game after kind of missing some time during the playoffs. Uh, that's that's a pretty fierce you know, trio of wide receivers to look at. And this offensive line, too, credit to the guys up front on both sides who have played so well with Tampa Bay unbelievable getting Tristan Wirfs who is a guy who is like converted from a wrestler in college to just a mauler up front for uh, the Bucks and able to pass protect and be really involved in the run game and for the Chiefs too who lost you know one of their bookends um, I'm forgetting his name now but the the Canadian guy Eric who was Fisher. a doctor basically go ahead Ross Eric Fisher well, Eric Fisher too, but they also lost oh. the yeah the Canadian guy who was a doctor and, and went off to you know help on the front lines because of COVID. But you lose Eric yeah. Fisher for sure. I mean, that's incredible to get back here, and that's credit to the quarterback for sure. So skill positions on on either sides you got to look at. I think the difference you got to remember too is Tom Brady's so immobile in the pocket because he's forty three years old. The opposite is Pat Mahomes. And if he's ready to go now, I know there were rumors with the concussion going into that Bills game. There were concerns, I should say, with the concussion going into the Bills game and his toe. Uh, those were all alleviated by that performance against the Bills. And when they were able to beat Buffalo really soundly, now you look at that mobility going to be a real big factor to look on for the offense for the Chiefs. Yeah, absolutely. It's, you know, it's going to be interesting because, like you said, Cam, Tom Brady, you know, avoid the rush, get that football out of his hands quickly and get it to his playmakers. And Pat Mahomes is missing now, you know, two or three starting offensive linemen. And, um, you know, he had the concussion issue, but he also had the toe issue uh, in the Cleveland game. And, you know, he looked better against Buffalo, but, you know, he might still be hobbling. We don't know what that toe situation is there. And we saw, you know, a big reason why Tampa Bay won against the Packers in the NFC Championship game was they were able to get four-man pressure uh, on Aaron Rodgers. Uh, and guys like Jason Pierre-Paul and um, and Shaq uh, and Shaq Barrett, right? That's his name, Shaq Barrett. Yeah. Uh, were able to to get some really pr- big pressure on Aaron Rodgers and really make him uncomfortable all game long. And if the Bucks want to win this game, that's what you have to do. You better get four man pressure on Pat Mahomes, make him uncomfortable, make him get rid of that fo- football quickly. And then you're going to have to have sound tackling on the back end. Guys like Devin White, who's stepped up really big in the playoffs, is going to be huge, especially as he kind of shadows uh, Travis Kelsey. Uh, I, I mentioned the young rookie Winfield who missed the NFC, NFC Championship game. He'll be back, and it's his job to make sure that you know guys like Tyree Kill and Cole Hardman don't beat him over to the top. Um, so it's going to be an interesting game. You know, the, the line we'll, we'll talk about some more you know prop bets and stuff like that. But you know, the line is set at 55 and a half points. Can these teams get to that number? You know, is it going to be an offensive slugfest or is it going to be kind of a, a defensive game? History has shown us that for, for the Super Bowl, it takes a long, it takes quite a while to get into this game for players. It takes them yep. a little bit. They're amped up. You, it's not a, it's not an ideal time. They don't, they're not used to this time of starting a football game. Then you've got warmups. 
then there's a Star Spangled Banner, then there's a God Bless America, then there's a coin toss, and then there's this, and then there's that, and then you kick the football, and it's like, it, it kind of like just takes them out of their groove. Uh, so, you know, I, I expect for these, uh, for maybe to, for both these teams to maybe come out with a couple punts early on, but I expect for these, the, the offense to pick, to pick up in the second half. Can they get the 55 and a half points? That remains to be seen. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see who comes out on top in that first half because it's like you said, Ross, it's a notoriously slow start to the Super Bowl just because of the jitters and everything else, warm-ups, but usually it picks up in that second half and it should be something that you got to keep an eye on. The defenses too, certainly you got to look at that matchup between Tyron Matthew and Tom Brady and how... Uh, Tyron Matthew, again, going back to his role on that team as the captain of the defense has been so instrumental in getting them back to where they are. And when that team is has been rather in flux as far as that defense, as far as that unit is concerned, um, you look at how well that they have been able to adapt. Uh, the, the guys you mentioned, Ross, in uh, a guy like Chris Jones and Frank Clark, and it's been impressive to see them show up. And Andy Reid, credit to him. And, and the coaching, let's not forget about these two guys who have been here before, and Bruce Arians and Andy Reid, who it'll be a chess match between. But Tyron Matthew is a guy to look on, look forward to watching in that defense. But the tandem, too, in linebackers with Devin White and Levante David have been so fun to watch from the Buccaneers' standpoint this year. Uh, these guys fly around. Devin White has been making plays all playoffs, and Levante David just racks up tackles repeatedly, too. And, and the secondary has been so good bailing Tom Brady out or, or supporting him, however you want to put it. it. It's been incredible. And I don't know about them hitting that over. If they if it's going to be a low-scoring affair, you, you kind of want so many fireworks in a Super Bowl like this. But it'll it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. And if Tom Brady, if one team goes down in the first half and comes back in the second, there could certainly be some theatrics. You got to imagine when a lot of people are overwhelmingly picking the the Chiefs, which who are favored by three right now, I believe, mm-hmm. to uh, win it all. I don't know, man. You got to wonder if Tom Brady has some magic left here. Which leads us to the prop bets, Ross. Let's do it. Well, I'm a FanDuel app open right now. Yeah, what do, what do you have so, for the coin toss? <laughs> well, you, <laughs> you hit the big you hit the big ones on the head. The Chiefs are favored by three points. Uh, we talked about the over under that is at uh, fifty five and a half. Yeah. Um, as I look to the coin toss, you know the coin toss is is even. It's going to be even across the board. It says fifty five. They have uh, with the coin toss is you can bet who wins the coin toss and who wins the game. Um, so right now they've got the Bucks at plus 370. They got the Chiefs at plus 205. So if you think that the Bucks are going to win the coin toss and go ahead and win the win the game, that's a nice, pretty uh, good chunk of change right there. Sure. Um, I I do like the under in this game. I, I do think that both these teams are are going to come out in the first half um, just a little slow. It's a feeling out process. These are two teams that have seen each other uh, not too far, not not too long ago. Um, so I, I don't expect a big offensive explosion, but I do expect some stuff in the second half. Um, we've got, you know, Pat Mahomes, his, his passing yards is set at 329. Tom Brady's is set at 296 uh, yards. 
You know, Tyreek Hill, his receiving yards, 94 and a half. The, the bet I like is right here. Travis Kelsey, I think the last four or five games, has hit his over on receiving yards in the first half. His number right now is 98.5, um, and his receptions are usually at seven. I would pound that over. It just seems like, you know, more so than Mahomes and Tyreek Hill, Kelsey and Mahomes just have this – they just have this ESP together where they're so in sync. It, it seems like he's just going to get nine catches through the third quarter. You know, a, a guy who had a big game last time these two teams played was, you know, someone who's been quiet has been Rob Gronkowski. Uh, and his yards right now set at 31 and a half. And, and, you know, that's pretty low. You know, you have to wonder as, you know, as Tom Brady takes a team to the Super Bowl, does Tom rely on old Rob one more time because he knows Rob has been here before and he knows that he can trust Rob Gronkowski. Yeah, we got some more fun ones. If, you are, if you're interested in, in the Gatorade shower, uh, <laughs> purple is the long shot at plus 900. Of course. Orange is the or, favorite. Orange would be the favorite at plus uh, 125. They have combined pink and red this year for plus 300. And uh, if you think it's a good old-fashioned H2O this year, you can get that at, at plus 35, uh, plus uh, 350. That's uh, that's for the clear of the water this year. Oh, look at that. Yeah, as far yeah. as any time touchdown scores are concerned, too, you, you got to think that Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill are likely to find the end zone. But I wouldn't sleep on Clyde Edwards-Alaire, who's at plus yeah. 165 right now. And, and you know, looking at these quarterbacks, Pat Mahomes over-under is at 329 yards right now, which you think mm-hmm. that this being, quote, the best defense that they've faced thus far would be, you'd be hard-pressed to go with that over. But, I mean, that's Pat Mahomes has been, that's a lot of yards doing the Super Bowl. I don't think we've seen a performance like that for some time. So, it would be the Foles-Brady performance when they both went over 500 yards. Right, yeah, which was a shootout, which was a great yeah. Super Bowl for sure. What I do like, though, is um, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put a little something on a, on a parlay here with uh, with Tom Brady and Pat Mahomes both getting an anytime touchdown. I, I think sure. I, I could easily see Pat Mahomes sneaking one out from five or six yards away from the goal line, as he does all the time to get a touchdown. And Tom Brady, who also coincidentally his over under on rushing yards is 0.5. That's just a one yard goal line sneak, baby. <laughs> you, can, you can hit that right there. He can get his over on rushing yards and get his anytime touchdown. And you can really cash in right there. I, I kind of like those. If you want to parlay those two, bat- those three bats together. Yeah. I like where your head's at there for sure. Having seen so many of these performances before, will the opening kickoff be a touchback what will the first mm-hmm. offensive play be? There's a bunch of fun ones to do, just even for those who are just candidly watching the game. First score of the game, obviously keep mm-hmm. an eye on the completions and interceptions. The Tyreek Hill prop bets, too. His, his over-under in receiving yards is 91.5 right now. Receptions right at 6.5. It'll, uh, it'll be something to watch for sure. And then, uh, yeah, Chris Godwin on the other side of things, too. I, I believe Gronk is only at about 30 yards Receiving. 31 and a half. And he's been 31 and a half, and he's been super yeah. quiet. He's been quiet. The last time he broke out big was ding, ding, ding against the Chiefs, mm-hmm. uh, who have struggled to to, uh, to 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 guard the tight ends. They struggled even against uh, guys like David Ajoku uh, a couple weeks ago against Cleveland. So, you know, if you're looking for, you know, some, for kind of a, a long shot um, that might pay off, you might want to hit the over on Cameron Braid and Rob Gronkowski's receiving yards and maybe parlay one of those guys with the anytime touchdown. Absolutely.
All right, let's move on to... Oh, and who's your pick for Super Bowl MVP, Ross? I got to talk about that. At the odds, for for that matter, Pat Mahomes is at minus 120, Tom Brady uh-huh. plus 190, Tyreek Hill plus 1,200, Travis Kelsey at plus 1,300. I, again, I like Travis Kelsey, the way he's been playing. Who do you think? You got to pick the yeah, quarterbacks, right? Uh, well, if I tip my hand here, because I'm going to tell you it's one of one of the quarterbacks... And uh, I'm going to tip my hand by telling you who I think is going to win the Super Bowl. I'm going to pick Tom Brady. I'm going to pick Tom Ooh. Brady as the as the Super Bowl MVP. Um, I think that a guy like Mike Evans has a very realistic shot. Um, but I feel like for a wide receiver to get a Super Bowl MVP, he would have to get like three touchdowns. Sure. And so if Tom Brady throws for like three touchdowns and two of those go to Mike Evans, well, Tom Brady's going to get that Super Bowl MVP over, over Mike Evans. That's just how they do it. Um, whether it's fair or not. Right. So I'm going to go with Tom Brady. Outside long shot, listen, plus 5,000, which is, I, I believe the odds are plus 5,000. Um, I like Devin White. Listen, if Devin White gets you like two sacks and an interception or something like that, he can absolutely win. Man, that would be something. We haven't seen a, a defensive Super Bowl MVP since the Bears. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. It's been many, many years. Let's talk about the weekend, Ross, and and these expectations. Uh, do you think who do you think he's going to come out with? If anybody, Ooh, obviously he's going to perform a lot of after hours, and he's been his his goddamn song "Blinding Lights" has been on repeat, of course, uh-huh. um, and and that whole album, which is just a fantastic piece of music and one yeah. of the best albums of 2020. But yeah, you got to think he'll play some from Starboy. Uh huh. He might even open with Starboy. We'll see. He might. He might. I just, again, going back to that number of seven, seven million dollars for like a, I mean, how long is he on set on, on stage for like 21 minutes? I mean, that's just. Yeah, it's something like that. It's yeah. an insane amount of money. But, you know, shout out to him. Uh, I actually think I, I'm probably going to record it just so I can watch the performance in, in HD over and over again. It's probably going to be that good. I don't know who's going to go out with that. I don't think he'll come out with a vocalist, to be honest with you, because there isn't anybody that really. Um, I feel like he would kind of pay a tribute to, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I think he's kind of in the mold of like a, like a Prince or like a, like he would maybe do something like that, but obviously Prince is no longer with us. So he yeah. wouldn't bring Prince out. So I can see the weekend maybe bringing out like a, um, like, like a, like a great guitarist or, or somebody like that, or, or, or somebody that, you know, plays an instrument. Yeah, as he kind of helps he, to sing with he's that. He's definitely so. independent in that he doesn't look at, uh, you know, after hours alone, he doesn't have any features on it. Jeez, and he's, yeah. he's a guy who stands alone. He's, he's a lot like Michael Jackson in that mold too, not only in like the style when I hear him, but with that independent factor into it. And, and yeah. he'll be, he'll, if he's spending $7 million, he wants it all to be about the weekend. Well, listen, he, a guy who he could bring out is the guy that kind of put him on in the game, which is Drake. Right. And, and Drake oh, yeah. is, supposedly having an album out coming out soon certified lover boy and he's been in the gym on instagram and you can get ovo and and, and exo back together again on the stage for the first time in a while and, and that would really make all twenty thousand people in raymond james stadium go crazy can i side note about that complete bullshit for the nfl to not let the tampa bay buccaneers fire their cannons if they get a touchdown. They have earned that right oh. to play in that stadium. That is their home stadium. That is a part of the allure wow. of, of this whole thing, and the NFL is is taking that away from them. That is complete bullshit. The yeah, no-fun league strikes again. That's big trash. Wow. 
That's really unbelievable. It's yeah, bullshit. That's awful. Fire those goddamn cannons. Fire the cannons. Warren Sapp is upset somewhere. And most of Tampa <laughs> Bay for that matter. Yeah, that that's a lot of bullshit. I don't really need to see Drake, but you know, we'll we'll see what happens with the weekend, what's in store. There will obviously be tons of of pyrotechnics, lots of fireworks. Maybe he'll incorporate the uh, Tampa Bay, you know, ship right there. Yeah, he should. He should fire the cannons. He should fire the damn cannons at halftime. He's, he's definitely gonna come out with that prosthetic, that prosthetic, beaten up face that he's been rocking for the last year. Oh yeah, he's been doing that all year. Yes. All right, play us out, Bill. I don't know what that means to play us out. What does that mean to end the show? Yeah. Yeah. All right, go, go. Thanks to everybody for listening in on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to us. Remember to like, subscribe, tell a friend or two. Remember to hit the follow button. You can follow us on social media. Follow me at The Real Evan Mac and follow Ross at Ross Reed on Twitter and Instagram. Remember to follow the podcast on Instagram at Mac and Reed Podcast. Ross, you already picked Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to win it. I will take the Chiefs, I suppose, to not conform were heavily favored for good reason with the young gunning quarterback and Pat Mahomes and and such a great bunch of skill position players around him. I I just hope for an entertaining game. We haven't really seen a blowout in the Super Bowl to recent memory. Last year's was good, the year before that. So let's keep this going. Everybody enjoy it. Favorite Super Bowl dish, go. Uh, Wings. It's got to be wings. Already pre-ordered. Come on. Yes. Make some anything with buffalo, some dips in there. All the yes. good things. Enjoy, everybody. For now, we say deuces, Chicago and beyond. Be good to each other out there. So long, everybody. Hey.